Hello, and welcome to The Bite, Hope Brooklyn's weekly podcast for bite-sized spiritual thoughts to inspire you as you center your life around God's great story. Thanks so much for listening. We're going to be reading Matthew 6, verse 7 through 15. Jesus goes, and when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans. They think they'll be heard because of their many words. Don't be like them. For your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. This is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. This is the prayer that God taught us to pray back to him. (laughs) These are the words and the spirit of the words that God has said, say these back to me. Jesus starts by saying, when you pray, do not keep on babbling like the pagans. That phrase babbling, uh, it can also be translated, do not heap up empty words, empty phrases. People pray like that, they babble on and on. Maybe you do this sometimes. You babble on and on. You heap up empty phrases because you're not sure that there's a God who actually hears you. You're not sure that God is really listening. So you're hoping You're hoping that if you say the right words or put together the right string of words, uh, like a magic incantation, God will finally hear and will uh, the, the words will somehow unlock his ears to hear and to respond. But don't be like them, says Jesus. You have a God who is like a good parent. You have a God who is a good father, a good mother. And good parents, good fathers, good mothers, they already know everything about you. They care more about you than you care for them. They they spend more time thinking about you than you spend thinking about them. That's what your God is like. I was talking with a a friend the other day um, who they just had their first child. And and he was relaying to me um, that his wife just is marveling at how she's able to read her child. Um, Little quirks, little cues, uh, maternal intuitions. There's just this sense of knowledge and intimacy about her child that she knows. She knows what's behind her child's eyes. Jesus is saying, "That's, that's your God. Your God is like that. Your God is a good mother who knows you so well already. It's silly to think that prayer to God is anything more 
than just releasing yourself into the arms of your mama. You don't have a God who is distant, says Jesus. You don't have a God who is distant and has to be summoned the right way through the right protocols. You have a good father who is already present, more present than you realize, and who already knows everything about you before you even bring words to him. So prayer is the conversation born out of that depth of intimacy. Prayer continues to build that intimacy. Now as to the prayer itself, much could be said and has been said, but I won't. I just challenge you to read it over again from a place, from a, from a place in your heart, not of praying these words to activate them, right? You're not praying these to try to summon God. You're praying them as a way of almost receiving these words as you would receive the praises from your mama when you come home after a long time away. And I say mama because that's, that's the word of intimacy for me. Of course, as I've gotten older, I call her mom. But when you're a child, she's not mom, she's mama. At least where I grew up in, in North Carolina. You're not praying these words because you're not sure God hears them. You're praying these words because you know he already has. One of my favorite things, um, whenever Anna and I travel down to Virginia to see my family, is usually we, we travel in the afternoon or after work, and so we get in late. But that very first morning after we wake up, uh, one of my favorite things is to go sit out in the reading room, uh, which has a lot of windows, early with a cup of coffee, with my mom and the sun is starting to rise and stream in um, and we're in the woods and my mom and I just talk and we talk about everything with no agenda, no purpose. Many of the conversations we have, we've already had. She's already told me about things. I've already told her about things. So many times we're not even saying new stuff. It's just different when we're able to talk face to face in that room with sunlight coming in, drinking coffee. Um, there's a joy there. There's an intimacy there. Uh, there's a relationship that has been born and weathered the storms and solidified over many, many years of her knowing me and caring for me and protecting me and loving me. And then slowly over time, me me learning how to know her back and to love her back and to care for her back. Um, I always look forward to that moment, to that space in that room where time sort of stops and we're just basking in our relationship. And I think that that emotion that I feel, that groundedness, is kind of what Jesus is getting at when he describes this prayer. It's the prayer that almost doesn't even matter what the words are saying, though they do. But deeper than the words themselves is that sunroom with coffee and one another's presence 
and a depth of intimacy when I'm looking into the eyes of my mama and telling her about what's going on in Brooklyn and telling her about marriage and she's telling me about life in Virginia. And it's just, it's full. It's full. I'm not talking to her because I hope I say the right things for her to love me. I'm talking to her because I know she already does and she knows this and she's been praying for me. And that's a different type of conversation. But that is the essence of prayer with our God. Our God isn't a genie. Our God isn't um, distant. Our God is a good papa, a good mama, who already knows everything about us. And out of that intimacy, we get to talk to one another. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Bite. To find out more about the mission and ministry of Hope Brooklyn and to subscribe to our other podcasts and lots more, visit us online at www.hopebrooklyn.org.